How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Rambling Gamers Podcast. This is episode 12. Uh, my name is Adam. I am here with Matt. How you doing, Matt? Happy New Year, first That's episode right. of the year. How's it going, everyone? So uh, we are here today to ramble on about the latest video game news, along with several other topics, ranging from our game opinions to news about upcoming geeky movies and TV shows. If you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ramblin' Gamers. Uh, we have now begun to upload on our YouTube channel. And actually, at the time that this episode comes out, we will have uploaded our first video, which was the NES Crash Course. We will talk more about that in a second. Um, so you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, under the same name, Ramblin' Gamers. Um, we've started streaming a lot more regularly. We have been having a lot of fun. Both Matt and I have been picking up streaming. Um, and at, into the new year, we're going to be doing a lot more stuff, a lot more videos, a lot more streaming. And it is the new year, so we have some uh, new year goals for us. Uh, Matt, what are they? Uh, so we have a lot of goals. Uh, we have about four, three to four goals for for each category, ranging from like, podcast youtube twitch and social media and i don't want to go through all of them but i'm just kind of we just want to put that this out there so that way you guys our listeners know what our goals are and maybe you guys can help us achieve them so just a couple of them we want to increase our average listeners on this podcast from what it's out at now and it normally ranges between the seven to ten range we want to get that up to 50 by the end of the year i think that's a unattainable goal for us and um we want to do at least one episode per week. So that would be 52 episodes during the full year. And we want to bring more guests on the show. So if you guys listen to some other smaller creators and think that it would, it would be fun to for us to bring them on the show, just hit us up at our Twitter. Uh, going to our YouTube, we want to hit 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel. So that way we can change our YouTube link to something less <laughs> crazy than what it is now. Because right now it's just a random assortment of letters and numbers and we want to change it to youtube.com slash rambling gamers basically and we want to upload 52 videos this year so that would be one a week not counting our podcast videos because we upload those um but also we want to keep up to date with our youtube podcast and make sure that we are up uh uploading those every single tuesday uh like uh like they go up on spotify and everything that's normally something i handle and i know towards the end of this year i was getting a little lazy with it so I just want to make sure I stay on top of that. And you guys should hold us to these goals as well. For Twitch, we want to get affiliated by the end of March. Right now, there's only one other requirement we need to have met, which is uh, increasing our followers from, what is that now, to 50. Other than that, we have everything else all set. If Once we can do that, we can start having subscribers to that, to our Twitch channel. And we want to have 10 by the end of the year, 2021. And we're going to try and set up a stream schedule. And it's going to be a little different just because we don't make money from this so we do have to work and everything i'm still in school we have holidays but we're gonna try and stream four times per week probably two times adam two times me but it might be something different where maybe adam's busy one week i'll do it three times he does it once and vice versa and then regarding our social media we just want to keep up to date with it uh we're pretty consistent on our twitter uh instagram is once again something that i normally handle I completely, I, I don't care for Instagram personally, so I kind of gave that up, but I want to really get back into that because that's actually where most of our followers are. Um, so I just want to keep up with that. 
and we want to get our Twitter up to 100 followers. We already have our Instagram up to 100 followers, but um, if we can get the Twitter, that's per, uh, prefer. That's where Adam and I prefer to keep up to date with everyone. But those are our goals from 2000 for 2021. So if you guys can just, if you guys wouldn't mind, help us get that, share it with a friend, and everything. If we can get, if we can accomplish all of these goals, we'll be in a really good spot moving into 2022. I know it's really far in advance, but uh, we'd really appreciate that. But other than that, that's it for our goals. Adam, I just want to ask, how was your how was your holiday? It was fun. Get any cool cool gamer stuff? Uh, I got Ring Fit Adventure, but I haven't started it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you got uh you got something. I did. I got a Nintendo Switch. I've kind of been alluding to that for the past like four weeks or so. But I got one. I have only played, I have played a couple just like random games on it. But for the most part, I've only played like one big game on it, which we'll touch on later. But very happy with it. I can now start playing all these Nintendo games I've had backlogged for a while now. I'm very excited. Mm -hmm. And I just real quick want to plug, I know I brought up earlier that our first video went up on our YouTube channel a few days ago. And that is the NES Crash Course, which was me introducing Matt to a lot of, uh, old games from nintendo's first home console and he he liked some he didn't like some um it's a three-part series and the first part of it just went up so go check it out wow all right let's let's move on dude that's a five minute intro of just us plugging ourselves well i mean it's the first of the year we got a lot of stuff going on um but yeah so our main Focus today is going to be a 2020 recap and then also uh, looking ahead to games that are coming out uh, this year, 2021. Um, So first, we're going to start with the recap and each of us chose five games that we played this year. It doesn't matter if they came out this year or not, but I mean, it is heavily leaning towards games that came out during 2020. Um, So we each chose five games and we're going to go down the line and we're going to talk about... um, what we liked about them, what we didn't like, uh, just just shoot the shit. So Matt, why don't you go ahead and start with your first game? So my first game, probably unsurprising if you've listened to our video game award podcast and episodes, uh, The Last of Us Part 2 is a game I wanted to highlight. I'm trying to highlight games that I haven't talked about a whole lot on the podcast. This isn't one of them. I've talked about this quite a bit. It's in my opinion. Opinion. It's probably my favorite game that's come out this year. Um, fully deserving of all the awards it won. But for me, I just think that this game really took it, it took video games to I think it progressed them. There's a lot of video games that come out and people are like, wow, that's a really good game. But I think this actually moved the I, I think it moved the industry forward in a way. I think it was very progressive with, with its story, which I know that's part of the reason why some people didn't like it. For me, it worked really well. I really like Naughty Dog and their their formula that they have of just like a linear storyline. I'm a big fan of that. I'm tired of open world games. That's just me personally, though. I get I get really overwhelmed when I first start a game and I look at the map mm-hmm. and it's just this huge stuff. I need to go do all this stuff to experience the whole story. I like how Naughty Dog is just like, this is the story we want to tell. If you just follow this along, you're going to it basically like a movie. And I know they get criticized for that a lot, but I don't have any problem with that. Um, I would like to see Naughty Dog kind of get away from the formula of, hey, you're stuck in this building. 
you need to move this box over here so you can jump up on the rafters and move over to the rafters and knock this thing down. That does get a little tiring. Their puzzles are very... Mm -hmm. If you've played all of the Uncharted games, it, it's not... It's it's very repetitive. But the gameplay isn't the most important part. I, I don't... For this game, it's not the most important part. The most important part is the story, which I think they crushed it out of the park. For me, This I would give this game probably... A 10 out of 10. I'm very lenient with my scores as well. I know that there are problems with it. It's not a perfect game, but in terms of my enjoyment, I'd give it a perfect 10 out of 10. But so, that's enough. Go ahead, Adam. What are you going to say? I, I know I you've talked to me a lot about this game and your opinion, so I know all of it, but there's there's one thing I, I just I, I mm -hmm. don't know with you or not. Do you like the first Last of Us or the second one more? I like the second one more. Really? In the Okay, so here's... I, I, I should give a little little background to it i knew exactly what was going to happen in both of them i unfortunately i mean by the time i had played the last of us it had been out for years so that's not too surprising and then the last of us part two had all the spoilers that came out so i would say for the first one especially the story didn't hit me as hard because i kind of knew what was happening the part two mm -hmm. hit me a lot harder because since it had only been out for like a month and i was doing my best to avoid spoilers I only knew like one or two big plot points, but for the most part, I didn't really know what was going on, and that story hit me a lot harder. It I would feel I feel like almost saying like getting asked that question is a little unfair because I don't have the same exact experience for both games. I'm sure The Last of Us, if I played it when it came out, would hit me a lot harder. It just didn't. But I think The Last of Us Two technically is much better. It looks better. The game the gameplay is 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 awesome. Like I just was kind of trashing on the puzzles, but when it comes to the shooting and the stealth, I hate stealth and I loved it in this game. I thought they did it really well. The the animations for when you kill people is awesome. They're for me, they're both 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10. They're both great games. I just prefer the second one. Interesting. I it's probably gonna be on my backlog because the first one's on my backlog. I just got it for free uh -huh. for the PS plus collection. So um I guess we didn't talk about this beforehand. Are we gonna like go back and forth? Yeah, on this? You, yeah. You go ahead. You can take your next, okay. Your first that one. way we're not just talking for like twenty minutes. Mm -hmm. Um. So my games I have ordered from when I played them. So games I played earlier in the year are gonna be at the top of the list, and then the last game I played this year it's gonna be the last one. So the first game I started like right at the beginning of the year. You've heard me talk about it a lot. Is Hollow Knight? That was the first time I played this game. Was almost a year ago. And I played it for pretty much the entire month of January. Like I just for a whole month was grinding through this game and I still didn't see all there was to do. There is so much content in this game. And that's one reason why I love it. I love the gameplay and the art. And I just I went into it not really knowing what to expect. I knew it was just like an indie game that was kind of reminiscent of like Metroid, which is a series I liked. But I came out liking Hollow Knight more than like any other game in the genre. I've played it's definitely like the peak of that the, of those kind of games like the metroidvania games and just, i i just i i just get so excited every time i start talking about this <laughs> dude it's like every there's like no flaw to this game i can't think of a single flaw to this game other than that like they're probably losing money on it because it's only 15 dollars, and it's like it just has so much content um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for when the second one comes out. I I still have to play Hollow Knight. I imagine I'll finish it by the time the second one comes out. But I'm just it's exciting when people 
are such a big fan of a game, watching, even if you don't care for it, just watching them be excited uh, just kind of reminds you, like, why we like video games so much. Mm-hmm. And I, like, like, this game was gifted to me by my friend because <laughs> he knew I'd really like it. So I was like, okay, whatever, I'll play it. And I was just hooked and just, like, nonstop playing this game for a month. and. Uh, I had a lot of fun with it, but I've already said a lot about <laughs> yeah. Hollow Knight. So. Uh, my second game was one I started playing on Christmas of this year, and have actually finished it by the time we're recording. Today's December 30th for us. Um, Super Mario Odyssey, the really the only Nintendo game I've ever played. Not ever, but in recent years, because I, I, I had a Wii and everything, but... Super Mario Odyssey, and I've already talked to Adam about this. It's one of the best games I've ever played. Like, I cannot express how much fun I've had. In the, in the like, four to five days I've been playing it, I've, you can't look on Nintendo right away because it's annoying, but I've played it between probably 20 and 30 hours already, and that's with <laughs> between streaming other games and recording podcasts and everything. So I've pretty much been glued to my screen, but Super Mario Odyssey has been the best part of that. I've never played really like a sandboxy game like this before. This was my first one and I I loved it. I was just in love with the music. I was in love with the 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 diversity from when you go from each kingdom to the next. They're all so different. It's full of surprises. The the one that really got me was you have the choice between to, between going to like Snow Kingdom and Seaside Kingdom, I think. And I not a big fan of snow stuff. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go do the Snow Kingdom stuff first, not knock it out of the way. It's probably just going to be some desolate uh, tundra desert, basically. And the first thing you do is you go into like this pile of snow and then plummet into this super cute snow village with amazing music and these big round like polar bear type things that race by bouncing around like bouncy balls. I was it just that completely surprised me. I was dread like not, I want to say dreading going to the Snow Kingdom, but it wasn't something I was looking forward to. And as soon as I did that, I, I was like, this this game is perfect. Like even something I didn't want to do, they turned it into one of my favorite kingdoms in the entire game. And I since I beat the game, I started going back and just trying to collect every moon that I could. I'm not set on getting every single one just because there are so many. I'm just gonna play it until I get bored of playing it. I don't want to just play it and then get bored of it and continue to play play because I said I was going to. Right now, I've collected every moon for I think the first four kingdoms, and I'm excited <laughs> later tonight to continue playing and collect more. I already have 500 some moons. I've unlocked the dark and the darker side of the moon. I just I could literally go on for hours if they have this if they have this adam do you know if they have the music on 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 vinyl no nintendo does not release their music on, on record but i i know I dude i it. would i would 100 buy it the it the soundtrack is just so good and like you're right it's just like the worlds are so imaginative and the characters and when you said that like you're like oh yeah i'm at 30 hours like Compared to other games on this list, like that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is like just a very dense game. Like mm-hmm. nothing gets stale in that thirty hours. You're always uh-uh. being hit with like new ideas and new new elements of gameplay, and it's just like it's one just crazy. Thing, one thing I really like about it is they don't try and 
so like when I was playing, when I first started playing, I was like, okay, I need to collect X amount of moons in each kingdom. There probably there's probably some that are just like cheaply hidden around a corner or something, and that's not really the case. Like, I, I like how they don't try and like trick you. They're not like you need to go just look around in this one bush to get it. Like it's always like like a puzzle kind of in a way, but not really. I like how, I don't know, it's really hard to describe what I'm trying to say, but they don't try and, they're not cheap with their with their hiding of the stars. Like, you, mm-hmm. you once you get a star, you feel like a compass. You're like, okay, like, I did this to get it. That's good. Not just, oh, I just happened to turn my camera around and got a, a moon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's, I like, I, I love that, how you're constantly getting moons, but then you're constantly feeling, like, accomplished and, like, you're mm-hmm. progressing. Yeah. It's it's a great game. I could go on for hours about it. I've already played it for 30 hours and I'm and it's it's just funny to think too that I looked online to see how long the game is and if you just go and get the exact amount of moons that you needed it can all it you can go through it in like 10 hours. Mm-hmm. And I've already put 20 hours into it and I'm planning to or 20 extra hours into it and I'm planning to put more. So um it's it's a great it, I love when games just kind of have that the ability to uh, to have fun playing once the story's done and I, they hit it right on the head it's like the perfect game for it oh yeah it, it's amazing but we're gonna move on to another game another one for me that i could talk about for hours but i'm just gonna real quick talk about my thoughts on it is animal crossing i have been playing this game pretty much every day since the end of march when it came out i've only missed like probably like five or six days, six days since then um I'm kind of at a point now where it's getting a little stale for me, but I've hit that point a couple more times this year. Um, But hopefully there'll be a new update soon that brings me back in. And that's one reason why I really like this iteration of Animal Crossing is because of like the longevity of it. Previous Animal Crossing games, like the last one on 3DS, I still put that one as like a better game because it had more content and like new ideas right off the bat. Um, a lot of like stuff missing in the new Animal Crossing game that I wish was there, but with the updates and like just like the cycle and the schedule they have going, it adds a lot of longevity to the game. And previous Animal Crossing games, I've played for like a few months and then got really burnt out on it because I had seen everything. Whereas here, it like they keep bringing me back in with like new ideas and getting me excited for like old things that are returning which I know some people will complain that they're doing it like that, but I think for Animal Crossing, having that, again, that longevity to it is what makes it really special to me. I think, like, I, I, I haven't played Animal Crossing. Obviously, I just got a Switch and everything. Don't have the game. But I completely agree with what you're saying. I think the other games, and correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding from what you've told me is that you, for for example, well, their old one was called, what, like a New Leaf? Is that what it's yes. called? Yep. They all the content that they had, they just it was at the very beginning. Like from day one, you could you had access to all this all this content, correct? Yes. I I completely agree. If I was playing that game, I'd get burnt out. It's like, okay, I've seen everything. Whereas this, they're doing what? Close to close to monthly updates, adding new stuff, correct? Mm-hmm. That's just a, a much better way to do this type of game. Because this t- type of game is about the long haul. But if in the long haul you just have everything within the first day, or obviously you don't have everything, but you have access to get everything within like the first couple months, 
like you're not going to want to play it any longer. But if they're continuing to update it and add new things, it's just uh, continuous support for a game. I I personally think is much better. It's going to keep me mm-hmm. interested for longer. And I actually have a game that does continuous updates. I'm about to highlight uh, next. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I've I want to talk about this game a lot more and kind of focused at some other point. But we'll we'll move on. My third game, and this is once again not a game that came out in 2020, but I'm going to highlight something that they added in 2020, uh, Minecraft. Minecraft is one of my beloved games. Whenever I do a top 10 ranking of my games, it's always somewhere in the top 10. It varies between... It's never number one, you know what I mean? But with their continuous updates, which they kill every time, I, I've... It's it's a perfect game in all honesty. So I just want to highlight the Nether update. Me and my friend group, we do that thing that every friend group does where uh we get burnt out of Minecraft after like two weeks and then don't return until they add an update. The Nether update, we all decided to get back into it. And I I'm not kidding, Adam can vouch for this. There were times when I'd be down in my room for ten hours a day playing Minecraft with my friends. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't something that we got burnt out of after like two weeks we did this for probably three or four months of just playing so much minecraft together it's just one of those games like playing it with nothing beats playing it with your friends um the nether update for me just completely changed the game the nether had been so boring for so long people were begging them to add some new stuff to the nether and they didn't just add like a couple new things they added what is it four new biomes there was only one biome before so now there's five biomes they added something stronger than diamond which people have been begging for it's actually hard harder to get to um that's not as hard as what people some make it out to be but it is hard to get it makes you feel like now that we played minecraft for so long getting diamonds we didn't feel accomplished getting netherite we felt like we were some badasses running around an enchanted netherite we're like look how fucking badass we look right now this took us hours to get so that was very cool of them to add they added all the new mobs and everything the just the 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 yearly updates that they add to the game is something that's going to make this game of like a force to be reckoned with for years to come i know it's the highest selling game of all time and it's going to probably hold that for a really long time if it ever happens to get beat because when you continuously update a game like this it's Always and it's always gonna be, I don't know. It's like never gonna look look bad graphically just because of the style it has. That for years to come, people are gonna return to Minecraft. I already know people have probably started showing their kids, "Hey, look, this is what I played when I was a kid. Here, you should play this." And it's just gonna continue for generations, I think. So, is that what you're gonna do? Uh, if I have kids, of course. Of course. I know you've never really even played Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> how do you... Uh, does, is it a game that you ever plan on getting intro- getting into? E- yes and no. Uh, I know if I start playing it, I probably won't stop. So I'm kind of content not <laughs> really getting mm-hmm. into it. But I did actually play Minecraft. I played Minecraft in like 2010. And this so was that like, was like a year after it came out. Yeah, and it was like pre like everything <laughs> pretty much it was very basic and i i really liked it then um 
And now when I look at it, it's like a completely different game. Like, yeah. I don't like you're talking about like enchanting things. And like, I just have no idea what you're talking about. All I know is just like placing blocks and making houses. And yeah, my big thing when I returned to it and like people could fly around now, I was like, okay, it's not even Minecraft anymore. And then when I like realized how hard it was to get the elytra, which makes you fly around, I was like, okay, I'm so glad that they added this. Like, like they, add, they don't add new things. It's like a gimmick. They're like, here's this thing. You need to work for it. But once you work for it, it's going to just improve your experience. And I, I that's what every update should do uh, for any game. It should just it, it should obviously should always improve your experience, but you should feel accomplished doing whatever it is. And Minecraft does that every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I definitely would play it if I had like a good means to mm-hmm. play it. Um, I actually have like a license to the game. I just don't have anything to play it on because I don't have like a, a gaming PC. Yeah, and I don't want to like buy it again on console if mm-hmm. they're like just the inferior versions anyway. Yeah, I would, and I just wait until you get a PC. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next game is Paper Mario: The Origami King, and I'm excited to talk about this game because it surprised me. I had very low expectations for this game just because the previous Paper Mario games were not as good, and I personally would put um, both the first Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door and like my top favorite games of all time and like a lot of the criticism for like paper mario now and especially this new game is that it's not like those older games that people liked so much but this game really surprised me um i thought again kind of like mario odyssey it's just very like imaginative and it can get kind of like stale and repetitive towards the end but it's not that long of a game where it's really an issue um i really liked the world it was more open and you just kind of like travel around that way. Um, and each world had like its own idea that it was doing. Like there was the ocean world where you sailed around on a boat. There was the, um, oh, like I don't even remember. There was the world in like the heavens. That was really cool. Like each world just had like something different going on. Um, my only really complaint with the game is the battle system, which is what people had a lot of issues with. Um, but you could skip a lot of the fights, which was nice because you didn't really get any like experience or items. Really. You only got really coins from battling. So you didn't really get anything out of battling. So I would just like avoid enemies a lot. Um, but the boss battles had like a different battle system. And I thought those were a lot of fun because it was almost like a puzzle on like how you beat them, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, I definitely like, like if you are a fan of the old Paper Mario games, like don't let that turn you off from playing this game because like like the graphics are beautiful, the story is good, the dialogue is really funny, the music's really good. Um and there's a lot of like collecting, which I really like in games. Um so yeah, I'd probably give this game honestly a solid like seven out of ten, which like again, like for going in with no expectations, I was very surprised and enjoyed playing this game. Yeah, this game, watching you play this game, it, it interests me. I don't know if I'm ever going to get to it, just because I have so many other games to catch up on. Um, but I know you really like the older Paper Marios, and for you to be this excited about a newer one makes me want to play it. But at the same time, I, watching you do the battle system, it, uh, that didn't look like a whole lot of fun. But the game does just, in general, look really good. <laughs> like it. And the art style is so cool for it. It's it's like so cute. Honestly, I I loved just like watching you run around. 
Mm-hmm. Now, despite everything I said, I would recommend you play uh, Paper Mario 64 Thousand Year Door over this game. Okay. Those games, again, like Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, like, is my favorite game of all time, depending on how I'm feeling. It's like mm-hmm. one of the three that I'll rotate through. Interesting. Uh, my fourth game that I want to highlight is a game that came out in 2020 and is one that I've talked about quite a bit on this. So I'm going to skip over it pretty quick. Astro's Playroom is a great pack-in game. I've already talked about this with Adam. I would say technically it's the best the best pack-in game ever included. I don't think I'm going to get as much time of it, time out of it as I did Wii Sports. I do think this is a better game than Wii Sports, though. They've just the 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 time trials that they added to it makes coming back to the game more worth it. If they didn't have that, I think I would have just kind of gone through it, collected everything, maybe get the platinum and been done. I probably would have only played it for like four hours at this point. I know at this point it's probably one of my most played PlayStation Five games because I go back and do the do the the speed runs quite frequently. It's it's something that I've I played through twice already with Adam. I, I played the second time with Adam, and then I went back and collected everything that Adam missed. Uh, <laughs> so now I have everything again. So I've definitely put in probably close to 10 to 15 hours of it. Of it, Don't overlook this game because it's a pack-in game. If you get a PlayStation 5, I highly recommend getting this or playing this game first because, one, it's already installed. Two, it's a great use of the DualSense controller and kind of gives you a sense of what developers can do with it if they choose to. I'm really hoping that especially the first-party studios use it because it definitely has that. It, it, it's not just a gimmick. It is pretty cool. Um, I don't. I personally don't think it's going to be used that... I don't think it's going to be used that well in a lot of games, but if it is used well, Astro's Playroom kind of just... It, it kind of shows like the ceiling for it. It's like, this is how cool gaming can be if your developers... Use this, so uh, I think that was cool of them. I think that the studio did a great job, and I hope they add do a second installment of Astros because I love that type of game as well. And just going around and collecting stuff is fun. I'd love to, you know, just get a second one. You've played through it twice now too, as well. One without. (laughs) I was going to say I played it with you, and then when I got my PS5, I played through it again. (laughs) Like it's just awesome. It's a fun game. Uh, Um, I'm a big 3D platformer fan. Yeah, a, a two-hour game, and we've probably both got between like fifteen and twenty hours out of it combined. is mm-hmm. is really good. Um, yeah, you're right. If they do like a follow-up, like a full-fledged Astro 3D platformer, I mm-hmm. would be all for that. Yeah, I wonder. I hope that they do like a, I don't know, like a fifteen to twenty-hour game. I, I I wouldn't want to spend sixty bucks on it, but if they did like a fifteen to twenty-hour game for like forty bucks, I'd for sure play it. Oh, yeah, me too. (laughs) All right, so my next game is another old game, but I keep revisiting it. It's Smash Brothers Ultimate. They've released uh, one, two, three, four characters uh, this year, in addition to a lot of um, spirits, which I... My my copy of Smash is 100%ed, and every time they add new content, I make sure to go in and get that new content and do the battles to get the spirits to keep my copy 100%. Um, I kind of fall off playing this game when there's no new content. I really only play it when there's new content to experience the new content. Other than that, only when like my friends play it, I'll play some Smash. Um, but I still I love the game a lot. 
and I've been enjoying the new updates, especially Sephiroth. I've, I've really been enjoying uh, Sephiroth as a character. Um, that boss fight is so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I went and watched like someone do it on Expert or whatever the hardest mode is. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I think that was a very cool thing for them to add. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my fifth game is another 2020 game that I've touched on. I haven't touched on this one quite that much, though. Spider-Man Miles Morales. For me, it's it's an improvement upon the first one. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it because I know Adam's playing through the first Spider-Man now that, now that he has a PlayStation 5. So I don't want to spoil anything, of course. But per, for me, I think it's better than the first. I think it, everything that the first one does well, this improves upon. Other than the length. It, it sucks that it's a shorter game. but for the cheaper price point, you you can't complain too much. For me, I'd give this game like a nine out of ten, and I'd probably replace the uh, uh, twenty or twenty eighteen Spider Man with this game in my top ten game of all time because it's a fun game. The setting of Manhattan is just awesome. Say, hey, Spider Man, what's up? And then give you like a high five and stuff. Unlocking all the suits is of course a fun time. Going through and just collecting everything is. Well, sometimes in some games it can be tedious. I don't feel that's the case for Spider-Man because you're swinging through Manhattan. There's so many cool things to do, so many cool things to see. Most of it, as far as I'm aware, I've never been to New York City, is pretty accurate to how it is. I know they have like at the actual landmarks like Empire State Building, Times Square, Rockefeller Center. Uh, uh, is it Radio City Music Hall? Uh, yep. That's correct, right? Uh, it's, it's cool to see that stuff. That's <laughs> the only way I've ever been able to really see it. Uh, so it's kind of cool to experience that as someone who's never been to New York City. Uh, Bro, we're going to go to New York City one day and you're going to be like, wow, like they made the place from Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. a real wow. thing. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but for me, I, I would give this game like a 9 out of 10. Probably of every game that came out this year, I'd probably put that as number two or number three. I might put hate that one in Hades or so, like switch spots every once in a while, but uh, still a great game. Mm-hmm. This game is on my backlog and it is coming up soon. I recently started uh, the PS4 Spider-Man and I'm hauling ass through that. And once I'm done with that, I'm going to play Miles Morales. So I'm I'm pretty excited to play this one. Yeah. Oh, and look at that, dude. I already have it. Don't even need to pay for it. Yeah. That's like that. the best thing that's of me bonus. having a. That's like the best thing of me having a PlayStation and you having a Switch. Now that we both have, like we've we've switched and now we both have them both. I have yet to buy. Uh, a Nintendo game, and you've only bought Fall Guys, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but that was worth it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, our backlogs are full just from playing each other's games. <laughs> um, so my last game on this list is Okami HD. I just beat this game a few days ago. I played the original Okami on the Wii like 10 years ago, and I played it once, and I loved it, and the past decade have always put it in like my top games of all time list but never really revisited it so i bought the hd remaster on the switch and i played through that and i i enjoyed it Uh, i've definitely being like older and more kind of critical of games i was able to see like a lot of its flaws and i don't really know what content was new in like the hd remaster just because i don't really remember a lot of playing the original because it was 10 years ago um but i did really enjoy it it definitely reminds me of like the older Zelda games, like Ocarina of Time and Wind Waker, um, and the art style is really cool. Um, not a huge fan of like the battle system, but like the RPG elements and how you like get 
uh, more moves and different weapons and all that is cool. Um, but like the story and the music is just like top notch. I really enjoyed the story of the game. Um, and I'm glad I revisited it. Yeah, I've never even heard of this game, but <laughs> there are a couple other games that I want to just highlight quickly. I'm not going to talk about them for too long, but these are games that I played this year, uh, two of which came out this year that I, I did really enjoy and think anyone listening should play them. Hades, obviously that's been given a lot of uh, good reception from critics. It, it is a really good game. It's not a game that I would typically play, but I'm very glad I did. If you haven't played it, please go play it. Doom Eternal is another game. I I liked Doom 2016. It wasn't my favorite game I've ever played. I got very irritated at some points. Played Doom Eternal. I like it more. I think the music's better. It's it's. Uh, I'm not a big FPS fan, but I did really enjoy that. Horizon Zero Dawn. Adam watched me play through most of this game. I'd put this game into my top 10. I'm very excited for Horizon Forbidden West. If you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn and maybe... Uh, I feel like Adam's talked about this a little bit, but I think it's gotten buried kind of because it came out around the same time as Breath of the Wild. But don't overlook this game. It's really fun. Aloy is one of the better protagonists in a, in a video game, in my opinion. And Celeste, a game that came out a couple years ago, but I played through it this year. Uh, Adam and I both played through this, and him getting it is what made me go get it as well. It was on sale, so I decided to buy it, and I played through it in like two days. I was a big fan of it. But mm -hmm. there are a lot of other games I played this year. We don't have time to go into depth for all of them, but those are like the nine games I played this year that I I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And I real quick want to highlight just two other games that I played this year. The first is Clubhouse Games, which just seems like a simple like board game collection on the Switch. But I put a lot of time in that game and still continue to. It's really fun just to pull up every once in a while and play board games either against a computer or an actual friend and i know matt <laughs> played that game a lot on my switch too yeah we were trying to beat the the expert level on chess to together and we we really struggled i don't think we were ever able to do it uh and then the last game i want to bring up real quick is hyrule warriors age of calamity uh, i didn't put it in my initial list just because it recently came out and i talked about it a couple podcast episodes in a row and didn't want to really shove it down people's throats but i i did enjoy it for what it was so that is our kind of 2020 year in review. And now we're going to look ahead to games coming out in 2021. We're going to look ahead to what do we have here? Like 20 games, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah. 18. It looks like. Yeah. 18 uh, games coming out this year that we're going to look at. And we're going to give quick opinions. I know not a lot's known about a lot of these games, but um, we'll just talk about kind of our excitements and if we plan on buying these games. So game number one is God of War Ragnarok. For me, this is a buy. I'm pre-ordering this game. So excited to play this game. They crush it every time. I know if you take the Metacritic score for every like PlayStation exclusive and average it out, God of War is in like the, the lower 90s, which is really impressive for, I think, four games, not including any of the spin-offs, to have all of them rated that highly. I figured something fun we could do is go through the Metacritic score, try and predict what they'll be for a couple of them, especially some of the bigger ones. Uh, for me, God of War Ragnarok, and I know it's going to be a little tough for you to to guess it because you didn't you haven't played even the most recent one. Uh, I think that they're going to crush it with this one again. I think this one's going to get like a ninety six. I I do think they're really consistent. Um, I I would definitely say like in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> like low nineties. I think they're just going to crush it. 
So the next game is Horizon Forbidden West. And I know for me, I haven't played the first one. <laughs> but this, this one's still a buy for me. I just am really into the series. And I'm sure I'll get around to playing the first one before this one comes out. But I'm still excited for this game. Yeah, this for me is a- another one that I'm going to pre-order. Um, like I said, I, I I really basically just talked about this. I really enjoyed the first one. I'm excited to see a new setting. The f- The first game just looked really good and had a great story. I assume they're going to crush it again with this one. They've shown some different robots. I, I forget what they're called. Um, but I'm very excited to play this one. I, I hope that uh, part of me thinks that the first story was it was good, but it was a little gimmicky. I hope that they can somehow come up with a good story. That's what that's what they're paid for. I couldn't think of a way that they could come up with another good story, but I'm hoping that they're able to. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll guess the Metacritic score for this one. Uh, I'll give this one uh, an 80, 87. I feel like that's pretty fair. The game is Halo Infinite. <laughs> this this for me of Game Pass, which means I will play Halo Infinite. So. It, it, if if I have an Xbox by the time this comes out, I will play it day one. If I don't, as soon as I get an Xbox, I'll get it the 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 first opportunity I have. I am excited for this one. I do think that they're good. I do think that Xbox is going to redeem themselves this generation. I don't think that this is going to be the best game, but I think it's going to be solid. I'll guess the Metacritic score too. Uh, I'll just say an eighty uh, an eighty seven. I'll give it the same as Horizon. See, I feel like with like a metacritic score as you said it's not going to be the best and i feel like people are going to have such high expectations for this game and like they're not going to deliver that like it it'll be a good game and it'll be better than what they were going to release probably i hope but i just i just still see a lot of people being disappointed by this game and it probably sitting maybe in like the 70s somewhere oh 70s mhm a bold prediction all right we'll have to revisit this at some point <laughs> so next up is stray which is the, the cat game where you uh are a stray cat in a city walking around and it's robots right it's like an abandoned uh, yeah it's like a cyberpunk world. thing yeah i just kind of wanted to include this because we started out with like three heavy hitters figured we'd sprinkle <laughs> in some like smaller weirder weirder games stray this is one that i wanted to put on here because it looked really interesting and i think that's just because i like cats um i i don't know anything about this game it just looks fun, and if it were to come out tomorrow, I'd buy it day one. I'll have to wait to see. It's just so it's so funny to say that because what I was about to say is once we get more information, I'll decide. But now we have like no information. I'm like, yeah, I'm buying it day one. Um, mm-hmm. But it is. I'm not even gonna guess the Metacritic score because it's it's a tough one to guess for. But uh, this this for me is a buy. Probably I'll, I'll give this one. I'll, I'll wait to buy it probably to see reviews on it first. That's where I'm at. Uh, when you see, when I see more like gameplay and kind of more how people feel about the game, I'll probably want to buy it more. But I, I really like the concept, and as of right mm-hmm. now, I could see myself buying it. Um, so our next game is Back for Blood, and I'm buy. gonna be honest. <laughs> this is a buy. What? This is a this is a first day buy. Oh yeah, for me, I too. I was gonna say, besides. Like whatever Nintendo's doing, which as of right now is nothing. Like they could have no games come out next year for all I know. Um, Back for Blood is probably my most most look forward to game next year. Yeah, we were just talking yesterday on our stream, twitch.tv slash rambling gamers, how we're both kind of bummed that it's not coming out till like June or July, because we both just want to play it now. And well, hopefully by that point, I think right now we have 
it's you, me, and Brennan probably. Hopefully we can find a fourth so we can have a full squad going into it. I think that'd be so much fun. I'll guess the Metacritic score for this one. I'll give this one low 80s, like an 84, just because it's like a uh, it, it's, it doesn't have a whole lot of substance to it. It's just a fun zombie shooting game. Yeah, but I think it's going to deliver in well, what it's doing, it's- <laughs> which is being just like a Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Um, basically, which is what people want. People are going to buy this game. Um, so I, I don't know what this next game is. The Medium? That's the, it's the one where they're, it's the Xbox game where they have like two different rendered um, oh, worlds yeah. at once. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks kind of looks like a horror game. Yeah. Uh, I think you and I both kind of fall in the same boat <laughs> where it looks like a lot of fun. Neither one of us have anything to play it on. Once we do have something to play it on and we have Xbox Game Pass, it's probably one that I'll download right away. Um, but unfortunately, it's coming out in January, so I'm going to have to wait a while to play it, probably. Yeah, this one uh, definitely looks interesting. Um, <laughs> Destruction All-Stars. I almost forgot about this game. This game is already <laughs> supposed to come out. Yeah, I think we get it uh, in February for um, free. Oh, we get it for free? Yeah, with PlayStation Plus. Oh, then I'll... I'll probably play, I'll probably play it. Other than yeah. that, it just doesn't really seem like a game that no, I would go I would out of my way to buy. Yeah, exactly. But, that, I mean, I'm we'll, in the same boat. I'll I'll definitely play it with you and stuff, and we'll probably stream it and stuff. Uh-huh. If I get it for free, there's nothing really to lose. Yeah, and speaking of games that we can play together and stream, it takes two. Uh, the game that was showed off at the Game Awards. Uh, this for me is a buy almost right away. It looks like a lot of fun, and I think you and I could have a lot of fun streaming this game together. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like the the main draw to this game for me is like being able to play it with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you get two copies of it. So uh, let's just say this game is sixty bucks. <laughs> like one of us will just Venmo the yeah, other one thirty bucks <laughs> and then just play it. <laughs> So that that's um, awesome. It's really cool that they're doing that. But just it, it just looks to be a really quality co-op game. Um, so next up is Returnal. This is coming out in March. For me, this one is a wait. Uh, when I when it first got showed off, I was very very interested. The more I've seen of it, it, it looks like it, it could be fun, but I'm for sure going to wait just because the PlayStation games, them being 70 bucks now, that's a lot of money to for a college student especially to spend on a game that I don't know a whole lot about and I'm not completely sold on it. If it gets good reviews and people say it's fun, I'll probably go buy it, uh, but for, for sure this is a wait for me. Yeah, I'm not really too interested in this game, but if it looks to be quality, then... I'm definitely down to play it because mm-hmm. it's kind of a personal goal of mine to play more games when they come out outside of my comfort zone. Because right right now, the pattern I've been in is the past few years is like, I'll stick to like Nintendo games that I know I'm going to like. And then I'll play games that are a few years older after like the dust has settled and like they're like universally praised, like games like mm-hmm. Hollow Knight, where I'll go back and be like, okay, this is a game kind of outside of what I normally play developer wise that like i know is really good already so then i play it so my my kind of goal is to play more games within the year as they come out from different developers and having a playstation like close to launch i think is going to help me do that so um uh and the next game on our list is probably going to be a buy for me for that reason is death loop mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really excited for this game it just looks very interesting and 
once again, I kind of want to just like get it at launch to like really experience it when it came out. Yeah, and for all we know, it could be one of the last Bethesda games on a, on PlayStation for a while. So um, we obviously <laughs> can only speculate at that. But this is one that I was planning on buying at the launch of the PlayStation. It got delayed. It uh, doesn't discourage me at all. I'm still really looking forward to playing this game. Probably going to buy it day one. Um, so next is Kena Bridge of Spirits. Kena, dude. It's, I've never heard of this game. Yeah, you have. It's the it's the look it up. I guarantee you know what this game is. They showed it off at the PlayStation event. It's the it's it's the game that people keep saying looks like Pixar quality. It's the, oh, the yeah. Indie game. Yeah. It's probably gonna be like 15 bucks. I'm playing it. I'm buying it day one. The game looks like fun. If it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're away on this one. I guess. Dang, dude. I guess. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I know what you're going to say. By day one, I'm pre-ordering this game as soon as I can. This game is going to be fucking awesome. You get three games for the price of one. Three really good games for the price of one. Yeah, I'm buying this day one. I don't need to even go any more into depth on that. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna pass on this one just because I'm not like a Mass Effect fan, but you know I'm I'm happy for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> now this next one, <laughs> Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Now I was excited for this game, and then I kind of learned that the Lego games shifted like their gameplay, and this isn't like a collection of all the older games. It's like they remade the older games in the new style that. I've heard people say is not as good. Oh, I didn't know that they changed the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's just what I've heard. Okay, I, this is a wait for me. I was gonna yeah. I was still probably a wait anyways, because I, I was gonna kinda feel it out. If you got this game, I'd for sure get it. So we could play together. I mean, yeah, I'd I would do that too, even if it was like if it still looked fun and yeah. it's different gameplay style, I would still buy it. But I, I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm less excited for this game after hearing that. Okay, yeah, a solid weight on that one. Uh, next up is Gotham Knights. This is the one, it's like the Arkham games, but it has Robin, right? Yeah, it, well, you, you have, it's Robin, Batgirl, Red Hood, and Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Now, the only game I've played in the Arkham series is Arkham Asylum, like closer to when that game came out. And I never, I haven't kept up with it, um, but it's still a series that I kind of, like admire i like the atmosphere of it and i've heard they've been really solid yeah so, so the, I, this one isn't it technically in that same universe though just to be to be clear on it oh, it's like but is it made by the same people these people made arkham origins which people say is one of the worst batman oh. games <laughs> <laughs> so take that for what you this is a weight a solid weight for yeah. me because i really like the batman stuff but um yeah i don't know it might be cool. It might not be. Mm-hmm. But see, knowing that it's not really in the same like story universe as the other ones, I feel mm-hmm. like I, if it looks good, I could get it and not have missed out on anything. Yeah, that's true. Also, what I've heard is that the map is like ginormous, which I think could be cool. Um, also, just having the ability to switch between any of the four characters, they've said that you could just play like the entire game as like one of the characters if you wanted. I think that's a cool idea. I'd want to switch between them probably. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe I maybe I uh, hate like Robin or something. 
and I know they each have different abilities too. So who knows? I don't. It's a it's a wait for me. I was really excited at first, and my excitement has definitely died down the more I've learned about it. But it's a wait. I still like Batman. So <laughs> our fifteenth game on the list is Hogwarts <laughs> Legacy. Uh, unfortunately, this one is a buy day one for me, just because. Really? Uh, my it's not for me dog <laughs> it's yeah. for my my girlfriend's very excited to play this game uh so i will have this day one most likely and i, I i'd be lying if i said i wasn't a little bit excited for it i mean but the concept it, is exciting yeah if it was just me I'd, it'd be a wait for me if i if this game came and passed and i never played it i wouldn't lose sleep over it uh but i i do like the harry potter universe mm-hmm I feel like this game in my head is seems like it's going to be a lot better than it is. I feel like when it actually comes out, it's not going to be really what I wanted it to be. Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. Um, but this next game, I don't think that's going to be the case. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Day one by. Yep. <laughs> I, I, are you going to play through the first Ratchet and Clank? It's on the PlayStation Plus collection. I'm not like racing to do it just because I watched you. Yeah, play through the whole that. game pretty much, and it's a short game, so I already watched all the story and the cutscenes and all the puzzles be solved. So I feel like I wouldn't really be missing out on much if I just went right ahead to Rift Apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I have it, and it's not a long game, so I could see myself sitting down at some point in the future and just playing through it. Um, so what's not listed that we're expecting to see next year? I know we have two games written down here: Breath of the Wild Two and Elden Ring. Uh, real quick from me, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out this year, but I don't think Elden Ring will. Breath of the Wild, I, I, I'm in the same boat as you. I think Breath of the Wild 2 will come out next year. Uh, just looking at From Software, there was a four-year gap between Bloodborne and Sekiro, I believe. So uh, we're only about two years into, uh, into uh, I would assume, their development of Elden Ring. So we won't, I don't think we'll get that game until 22 or 23 but I do think we'll get news on it within this coming year. It might not even be till the holidays, but who knows. Any other crazy predictions from you on games we'll hear about or might come out this year? Uh, no. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I don't really know what to expect, especially from Nintendo. Usually I feel like I can kind oh, of Oh, yeah, you know what? That's true. The, like, we haven't had any Nintendo news. Um, Okay, I think we'll get a Super Mario Odyssey too. I don't know. Who knows? I Probably would very, very much like to see that. Yeah, I'd love yeah. that. I don't know if I'm in a position to really get my hopes up about that. No. Because N- Nintendo's definitely like not done the obvious before. Um, so that's, that's it for our 2021 look ahead. Uh, obviously, we'll be keeping up with gaming news as it happens every single week. Um, and we do have one bit of news here we'd like to close with. Why don't you take it away, Matt? uh the the ps plus games got announced for january uh actually on the day that we're recording this uh we're not going to go super into that in depth on them but the first one man eater is the ps5 uh game that got it's coming out it's the ps5 version of the game it's the i don't know if you know this adam but it's the shark rpg Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh i do plan on playing this actually it's free (laughs) i might as well of the three games is the one that's the most interesting to me is this a is this a play for you? It is. It's free. I wouldn't have bought it, but it looks funny enough. Okay. Uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It's the third game in that new rebooted series. I did play the first two. Didn't play this one. So this one, I could see myself playing. I to be honest, I didn't particularly care for the first two. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. 
Uh, it just doesn't really seem like my thing, but I guess it's cool that it's free. And Greedfall, some uh, RPG that's coming out. Probably not going to play it. I've never even heard of this game, but looking it up, it doesn't really seem like uh, yeah something I'd be interested in. No, but that's I mean that's pretty much all the news that's happened. Hopefully, it picks up again for our next episode. But that's why we kind of just wanted to highlight uh, everything coming out in 2021, or not everything, but a lot of stuff that we're interested in and um, kind of look back at the last year because I think it was a good year for gaming. I think so too. Um. Anything else you'd like to add before we close up here? No, I, other than, you know, do the typical plug our stuff. Of course. Uh, we have begun uploading every single Friday. There will be a new video on our YouTube. Uh, we have game playthroughs of the NES Crash Course. Um, we've done tier list videos, all stuff that's already been recorded. We have um, videos lined up through April right now. That is a whole school semester worth of videos. Every single week you're going to see us on youtube um we're going to be streaming a lot more as we said at the beginning um either matt or me or both of us or we'll have guests on just really any combination any any fun game um we'd love it if you came out and supported us and talked in the chat and subscribed and helped us reach our goals uh again we have all those goals we lined out at the beginning for this year in terms of um like YouTube subscribers, Twitch subscribers, getting affiliated and growing our podcast. And so I know we keep saying it, but if you like this content, share it with a friend. We'd really want to, we really want to grow so we can continue to do fun things. Anything you'd like to add to that, Matt? Uh, just do everything he said, please. We're, we really want to at least uh, make some improvements this year. I would feel kind of, it would be very discouraging to go through this entire year without improving our, improving our, our, upon our already very few fans. If we could just increase that a little bit, it would just be very satisfying to see. That's why we're going to continue to put like the hard work into, we know that it's not, we, we, we don't necessarily deserve those followers without putting it, we need to earn them. So we're going to continue to be consistent and follow our personal goals for uploading weekly uh, both our podcast and a video and also keep up to date on social media. Uh, and if, if we put that hard work in, we're just, we, we really want to, you know, be able to improve upon our, our audience that we already have. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, we will see you next week on Tuesday with another episode of our podcast. Take it easy guys. Yeah. See you guys.